Hi, friends. Again, this is Richard with you. Today, I have a special guest on the podcast, Dr. Paul Schmelin, a naturopathic doctor out of Idaho. His uh, website for your information is Mountain Family Wellness. Again, it's mountainfamilywellness.com. I invite you to go there and learn a little bit more about the clinic and him. You can see all of his credentials there in his history. But right now, I want to turn it over to him. Uh, without So without any further delay, Dr. Paul, are you on? Yep, I'm here. Awesome. Well, tell us again a, a little bit about pH, alkalinity, the importance of it, and what you can recommend to make sure your pH is uh, in line. So first thing I like to uh, talk about when it comes to pH, uh, we have to understand that pH stands for the parts of hydrogen. So uh, hydrogen, when it comes to movement of fluid, so if we think about water, water is two parts hydrogen, one part oxygen. Uh, water has to do with the transit inside the body. Our body is about 83% water, so that's the most important when it comes to pH. Uh, in order to check the pH, uh, we have two fluids in our, uh, of our body, so our salivary gland uh, produces a fluid and our urine. So that is the two ways I, I recommend checking our body's pH and getting a baseline of pH. Uh, the urine pH, I like to see it closer to that uh, 6466 marker, so slightly acidic when we come to uh, neutral is 7.0. Uh, when pH differs or changes when it comes to uh, our, our urine, uh, if the pH goes above a 7.0, uh, my favorite example of that would be a lacking of absorption when it comes to vitamin C. So vitamin C cannot process or assimilate properly below the pH of 7.0. Wow. So we require a higher amount of vitamin C in order to push that hydrogen. Now vitamin D, uh, a lot of people talk about the sun, a lot of people talk about absorption. Uh, when it comes to vitamin D, but vitamin D can only be absorbed in a pH of 6.0 and below. So when we run alkaline due to our kidneys retaining fluid and not moving that water properly, uh, our hydrogen marker starts to increase and so we'll elevate our pH. So we cannot absorb vitamin D if we cannot do that. Um, the base construct of uh, absorption when it comes to our assimilation in our gut has to do with pH. Wow, that's really interesting. And those strips you can get uh, at your clinic, correct? Yes, you can, you can get them at the clinic. Uh, they're just lipid paper. Um, you can order them from me or you can um, uh, look online. Almost any pool, spa, if anyone has ever used uh hot tub or anyone who's used a swimming pool knows exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to pH. So the body's balance of hydrogen, if it's not constant and we're not constantly moving the fluid, what happens is microbes start to grow. So if you look at a, a pool or a hot tub or a spa, if the pH of the spa goes elevated or, or cool, what's going to happen is we're going to start growing algae uh, mm -hmm. in that pool or spa. Same thing happens in the human body. We start growing albicam candida, so we start growing yeast. We start growing uh, bacterium, and this is where we start getting problems with like sinusitis, 
is where we start getting with the laryngeal irritation. This is where we start getting problems with kidney infections or bladder infections. And the same thing goes when the pH drops, uh, when the pool is really cold and the hydrogen is stuck out of the pond or out of the pool. Uh, what happens is we start getting that white scud at the bottom of the pool or a hot tub. Same thing happens in the human body. When hydrogen drops, we start growing more towards this viral tendency. Uh, so viruses really like to play into that low hydrogen environment. Uh, it starts causing problems with connective tissue. This is where we get uh, ligamenture irritation, so uh, joint pain, ligament pain, uh, muscle pain, muscle atrophy, and the inability of absorption in our muscles, so we won't be able to repair muscle tissue. Mm. Wow. So is there um, a best time to check your... Your, when to do your pH? So the best time to check a good balance of pH would be first thing in the morning. Uh, the reason why is because the kidneys have rest and filtered throughout the evening while we slept. And the assimilation of urine, this would be the worst off the hydrogen would be. The more and more we eat, it will affect hydrogen because that pH will change depending upon what we eat. So if we eat a whole bunch of lemons, uh, the pH will elevate by the production of ammonia from the liver. Uh, so you can make your pH really high if you're doing like a lemon fast. Um, so I like checking it first thing in the morning or at least two hours away from food. Okay. Awesome. So the, the most of the stuff that I was talking about, that was the urine pH. Uh, the saliva pH actually showed something completely different. And why I talk about it that way is one of the tests, uh, one of the main tests I run is the Reams Biological Ionization Theory, which is uh, what we call the chemistry test. Um, the saliva, it shows the liver function, liver filtration when it comes to ammonia secretion. And also it shows how we absorb and regulate when it comes to carbohydrate digestion and when we come to process of sugar. So when the pH of the salivary gland goes above a 7.0, uh, what happens is the liver is trying to overproduce ammonia due to congestion. Uh, how we usually know is because we start waking up and tossing and turning in the middle of the night between 1 and 3 in the morning. Mm. And then also it affects how we transit to our intestines. So when the saliva pH goes elevated above a 7.0, our uh, Ammonia dump happens in our liver, affecting our colon, which then we get gas, bloating, acid reflux, constipation, diarrhea, and a lot of other problems that way. Wow. I hope everybody's getting this down, and you're going to have to replay it on the on the podcast because, man, you're giving a lot of information that's deep right now. So I'm going to encourage people just to keep listening to this or re-listen to it. But go ahead, Dr. Paul. All right, so when the pH of the salivary gland goes below a 6.4, where I want to see the saliva pH is closer to that 6.668 marker. But when it goes below a 6.4, the, the liver becomes too congested with mucus, no different than uh, sinus cavity when it gets congested with mucus. It cannot transit fluid properly. So this is where we end up with like gallstones or gallbladder uh, disintegration or infections in our gallbladder because we don't have enough push of fluid to dump that gallbladder. So pH in, in a nutshell is very important, number one, for our body. 
uh, number one for our blood for absorption of any food that I can think of and uh, pretty much for movement. If we don't have that pH balance and we don't have the movement of fluid in our body, think of it like a stagnant pond. I mean, no one wants to swim <laughs> in that no. pond. Yeah, I don't want to swim in one. I don't want to swim in me either. <laughs> uh, one of my biggest uh, things that I tell people is kids. Uh, kids are probably the easiest uh, things as patients to treat. Uh, the reason why is because really kids only need three things. They need to eat, they need to sleep, and they need to eliminate the colon. So... In order to figure out uh, an infection on a kid, it's kind of like how I would look at uh, the pH of a swimming pool or diagnosis of fluid. Um, when the hydrogen elevates in, the, in, a, in a child, uh, what happens is the kidneys start to hold on to that fluid retention. They're not properly filtering, and it's causing a backflow when it comes to fluid in the kidney. And then it affects constipation with the colon. When the pH drops, there's an overpurge of hydrogen dumping into the colon, which creates diarrhea. So fever or uh, sore throat or uh, stomach pain, if the pH is high, I tell, I tell people how to drop it. And if the pH is low, I tell people how to raise it. And those are pretty simple regarding kids. Mm. So, doctor, what's... What do you think, the, I mean, what should you tell people if, you know, they have maybe a health issue and they want to correct their pH? What what kind of, I mean, counsel can you give them um, to try to get that corrected? I know a lot of people are thinking, well, you know, I want to take a pill and have it be done. But I know it's not that easy. So can you kind of give the audience some guidelines as to what they might be able to do? Uh, for the people that want to talk about supplementation, uh, supplements, when it comes to absorption, uh, they regulate our hydrogen, but they can only be absorbed in certain hydrogen. So say calcium. Uh, anyone who talks about calcium, number one, what type of calcium is it? So if it's a calcium lactate, a calcium carbonate, a calcium citrate, a coral calcium, uh, certain calciums only absorb in certain areas of pH, and it affects how we transit pH or how we move that hydrogen. So calcium lactate I would use for uh, someone that has an elevated above a 7.2 in that pH. Uh, calcium uh, carbonate or coral calcium is what I use for a very acidic uh, pH or even lime water, uh, which is calcium hydroxinate. Uh, so that would just be like the calcium side. Um, there's magnesium, potassium, zinc sulfides, uh, phosphorus. So those are just your minerals. Uh, but my favorite way of saying it is food. Uh, most of the minerals, most of the vitamins, most of the nutrients that we get in our body has to do with food. So when it comes to food, uh, there is an acid alkaline uh, food chart that I that I do recommend for people to look at. Um, and I talk a lot about that combination. We need acidity and we need alkalinity, but we cannot overconsume or underconsume the either. So my diet when it comes to, and actually it's not even my diet, uh, what I recommend people to eat is an 80% alkalinity 
and a 20% acidity for most uh, diseases or dysfunction. And for a normal, I'm pretty healthy kind of person, I would recommend a 60-40 on the open side versus the acidity. Wow. So I know people are scratching their heads right now. Is there is there a, that diet chart anywhere that they can look at it online, or do they need to? How do they how do they get access to it? Uh, it's compiled into about one page. I do not list it all on that one page, just because it would probably turn into about fifty pages <laughs> yeah. of that, that we do eat. But it kind of gives a general summary uh, when it comes to like pretty much all breads, uh, your rice, your pastas, your oatmeal, noodles, uh, crackers, all these different things. Those are all acidic-based brands. Um, almost all of your vegetables, uh, especially when it comes to magnesium, those are alkaline uh, by nature. A lot of your dairies are, are acidic. Well, pretty much most dairies are acidic. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of your flesh, uh, your meats are acidic. So if you were to eat uh, mean potatoes and pasta, and that's all you eat, you're only eating acidic. So this is where we talk about the combination of diet. And I believe, I don't know if it is on my uh, website, but I do believe that um, I can I can definitely do it as a downloadable document. No, that's good. I, I, people I think are, you know, the ones that are serious will either end up calling or getting a hold of, of you, um, or your, um, employees at the, at the office. Um, so I want to give that website to them again, and I'm actually going to put that up on the podcast on my information too. But, uh, for those who are listening again, that's mountainfamilywellness.com, mountainfamilywellness.com. And doctor, I just want to appreciate you coming on and and uh, and being with us today. I, your your time's valuable, and I just uh, want to thank you for being on and letting people know that uh, pH and alkalinity is is a serious thing that they need to address uh, first and foremost. So thank you. And uh, do you have any have anything else to say as we sign off? Well, there's there's always there's always more information, uh, but one of my favorite things is we perish from lack of information so i just encourage people to uh, keep learning and keep going and it is it is absorbable the more you learn awesome all right again thank you